افغانستان People rushed out of their homes and came out on the streets as the powerful Tembler shook the mountainous region at 10.17 p.m. There was no immediate report of any loss of life or damage to property. According to the National Center for Seismology NCS, the epicenter of the earthquake was 133 kilometers south-southeast of Azarbad in Afghanistan with a focal depth of 156 kilometers. At least five people were injured in neighboring Pakistan, where the magnitude of the earthquake was 6.8 and tremors were felt in cities such as Islamabad, Peshawar, Lahore, and Rawalpindi. At the time of the earthquake, a stampede was reported in a market in Rawalpindi, the Express Tribune newspaper reported. In Khyber Pakhtunkhwa province, at least five members of a family were injured after a roof of their house collapsed in Swabi, the report stated. A senior seismologist said the reason why people in northwest India and Delhi felt the tremors for a relatively longer time is because the depth of the fault was more than 150 kilometers. People in northern India first felt the primary waves and then were impacted by the secondary waves, he said. According to the NCS, the epicenter of the earthquake was located at 36.09 degrees north on the latitude and 71.35 degrees east on the longitude with a focal depth of 156 kilometers. There were disruptions in mobile services in some parts of the Jinmu region immediately after the earthquake, an official said. Search for Waris Punjab Day Chief Amrit Pal Singh has been extended to other states on Tuesday after Punjab police on Wednesday released several photos of the radical Sikh leader so that he can be identified even if he has changed his looks to bluff the police. In one of the photos, Amrit Pal Singh looks clean-shaven. The Indian Nepal border is under a close watch. The Uttarakhand police conducted a combing operation at Gurukwaris, hotels in Uttarakhand's M. Singhnagar district. close to the border the punjab police issued a lookout circular and a non-bailable arrest warrant against amrit pal singh the punjab police on tuesday revealed details of how amrit pal singh fled he visited gurudwara sahib in ningalambian in jalandhar and escaped on a motorcycle after changing clothes four have been arrested on charges of aiding him to escape munpreet gurdeep harpreet and gurpage helped amrit pal singh escape in a bredsa vehicle The vehicle has been seized and arms act has been invoked as a rifle has been recovered from the vehicle. Residents of the village where Amrit Pal Singh took refuge on March 18th when the crackdown began said they were unaware of anything. They got to know only after the police came for an investigation on Tuesday. The Delhi government will present its annual budget on Wednesday after the Union Home Ministry signed off on it, capping several hours of intense drama that Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal labeled an unprecedented constitutional crisis. The go-ahead appeared to draw the curtain on a fresh impasse between the state and center that delayed the budget presentation, scheduled for Tuesday, with the approval from the Union Ministry of Home Affairs (MHA), awaited for the fiscal document till the 11th hour. 
while the union government flagged procedural concerns that it said the Delhi had not addressed. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal accused the centre of interfering with the budget. Whatever it, centre, did was unconstitutional. They have no right to say or ask anything about the budget. But we don't want to fight. We satisfied their ego. They sent four points, we gave the answers to all four, and they passed the budget without any changes. This shows that they could have passed it yesterday, he said on the floor of the house, referring to the four queries the center raised about the document. The budget being stopped has created an unprecedented constitutional crisis in the capital. The episode did not serve anyone, he added. Earlier in the day, Kejriwal also wrote to Prime Minister Narendra Modi, urging him to clear the budget. Hanging by the neck to execute the death sentence can be declared unconstitutional if there is scientific material favoring a different method of execution as less painful and more consistent with human dignity, the Supreme Court said on Tuesday, asking the union government to initiate a discussion on the subject and collect information on the executions carried out in the last four decades. A bench, headed by Chief Justice of India, CJI, Thinanjayi Chandrachur, added that the court is inclined to set up a panel of experts to go into the issue threadbare and examine if there is empirical evidence to suggest hanging may not be the least painful and dignified mode of execution. Clarifying that the court is not going to tell the legislature which method of execution should be in the statute, the bench underlined that it could still ascertain the validity of the existing mode of execution, hanging, on the anvil of the constitutional right to dignity in death, both in the process of execution and the manner of it. We will examine two things. If there is an alternative method which is far more consistent with human dignity, because that will render death by hanging unconstitutional. And second, we will see even otherwise, this method passes the test of proportionality in the procedure as well as the manner. The bench, which also included Justice P.S. Narsimha, told Attorney General, A.G. Avinkit Raumani. In an annual report on human rights practices in India, the United States State Department has highlighted challenges to freedom of expression, cases of arbitrary arrests and detentions, extrajudicial killings, the confiscation and destruction of property without due process, discrimination against minority groups and infringement on the freedom of association, among other issues, in 2022. At a State Department briefing in Washington, D.C. on Monday, while releasing the report, when asked about India's record, Erin M. Barkley, acting Assistant Secretary of the Bureau of Democracy, Human Rights and Labor, said that the U.S. and India regularly consult at the highest levels on democracy and human rights. We have and we will continue to strongly urge India to uphold its human rights obligations and commitments. Not surprisingly, we also regularly meet with civil society both in the U.S. and in India to hear their perspectives and learn from their experiences, and we encourage the government of India to consult with them as well. To place the report in context, this is an annual exercise led by a bureau within the State Department and is mandated by the U.S. Congress. It inspects the record of all countries, in varying degrees. And the criticism of India predates the current government taking office, even if the nature of allegations have evolved since the Bharatiya Janata Party-led government assumed power in 2014. But despite this persistent criticism, which New Delhi has consistently rejected, it hasn't defined Washington's overall approach towards India. 
Top American officials have spoken of the democratic values that bind the countries, the significance of the strategic relationship, and acknowledged that conversations on democracy are at Way Street given the U.S.'s recent internal record. The two countries have also had sustained high-level engagement, with President Joe Biden and Prime Minister Narendra Modi expected to meet four times in the course of the next five months and launched new and ambitious initiatives based on a recognition of each other being trusted partners. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.